This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King. I'm joined today by Christian Clemente. Another reaction episode. Me and Jason had one of these earlier in the week to DJ Durkin as Auburn's new defensive coordinator. And we thought, well, great. The defensive staff is now complete. The assistant coaching staff is now complete. Um, we were wrong, of course. And uh, Christian, this is something that we had sort of caught wind of, of the la- over the last 48 hours. Really, while we were in Mobile for the Senior Bowl, started hearing about this. Um, ends up coming to fruition today that Jeremy Garrett is off to the NFL. Auburn's defensive line coach. Um, he's leaving to go coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We were able to confirm here on uh, getting close to here Friday evening. So, Christian, this is something you and I were talking about even earlier in the day. Um, started to get some text messages. Um, we we believe that Jeremy Garrett did inform the team today of that decision. And uh, before we get into what's next for Auburn, uh, this is a guy that Hugh Freeze didn't want. I mean, didn't want to lose. This is this is a very highly um, regarded coach in the uh, in the industry. A guy who really, when you look at it was only a few years ago that you know, he was coaching at Liberty in his first full-time assistant job. This is somebody who has moved up the ranks very, very quickly. And uh, you look at his product on the field and the way he recruits, and uh, it's it's really no surprise as to why. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it later in the show in terms of recruiting, but he, he's been an ace recruiter for Auburn. Um, and it's definitely not someone that Hugh Freeze wanted to lose. But at the same time, I'm sure, you know, I don't know this, but I'm sure Hugh Freeze was happy that one of his guys was able to go to the NFL, um, especially at this age. This is a guy that Hugh Freeze is – known and been connected with for a long time um obviously was a former nfl assistant defensive line coach for the cleveland browns that was kind of where he first started to make his name a little bit before going over to liberty with hugh and then he came over to auburn as well um so now he moves on and he gets a bigger jump as taking the official kind of defensive line coach job there with the jacksonville jaguars so it's really good for him you know every time we've had an opportunity to talk with him um in different media opportunities or be around him he's just been just fantastic to really be around. Um, really good guy. You know, Philip Marshall, obviously, who works with us, had a really, really good column during the season, um, talking with JG and talking with, um, I think it was JG's dad as well, um, talking about him growing up kind of in the country a little bit there in Mississippi. So he's been really good. You lose some of those ties in the state of Mississippi that you had, depending on the hire and what comes next. Obviously, that 
that'll remain to be seen what goes on from there. And obviously we'll talk about his 25 class, but a blow for Auburn is you finally start to feel solidified. You feel comfortable with your staff. You feel good to go. You feel like you've upgraded to different positions and then uh, you lose a guy to the NFL. There's, there's not much you can do about it. It's kind of, it's the way college football is, is trending right now. Nathan, we've been talking about it. We've been seeing it. Obviously Boston college loses its head coach to take a defensive coordinator job in the NFL uh, Chip Kelly is just campaigning for offensive coordinator jobs. It feels like in the NFL right now, it's it's the way things are trending um, with the way the schedule is recruiting your roster, recruiting transfer portal, recruiting high school, recruiting JUCO, all of that stuff. It's it's making it tough for these coaches to where even if you're making more money at that position in college, I think it was you said it. It's hazard pay. I mean. <laughs> It's because how much more work you have to do. You're barely coaching. You're recruiting, and you're having to recruit your own roster the whole time. So Auburn loses Jeremy Garrett to the NFL, and he takes the next step in his career. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because um, you know that's been the theme of this week. And, and the Jeff Halfley news, um, for those who don't know, Boston College is sitting head coach. I believe they won nine games this season. Um, uh, really, eight games. Uh, they had a good season. They, they had, they had for Boston year. College standards, yeah. Yeah, for, for relatively for, for Boston College standards. Um, a guy who's a former Ohio State assistant, really good recruiter. He, he had that program going in the right direction, um, leaves to become the defensive coordinator of the Packers. And it's for these reasons that, that Christian just pointed out. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody in Auburn's building a few weeks ago, Christian, who told me that, you know, one of their friends in the industry just decided to up and quit recently just because of how difficult – um, the job has become now. I think you know when we when we talk about that, sometimes people think, oh, you know, you, you know, cry me a river a little bit because these coaches get paid um, millions of dollars. And while there is a little bit of validity in into that side of things, what you mentioned is the important part. There is not a bunch of time to just coach football right now. Um, when you have to it, it, the managing your own roster thing is kind of the new one that that's what's come up recently. Transfer portal has been a thing for a while. Um, of course, you always have to recruit at the college level, but it's the combination of recruiting and recruiting your own roster. And Jeremy Garrett is somebody um, that, you know, we saw in the, in the transfer portal along the defensive line work super hard. Um, you know, there were some decisions going back and forth with guys like Justin Rogers, you know, Marcus Harris leaves for the NFL. It, it is an incredibly involved job on the college level now um, in all kinds of facets. And um, look, this is not going to be, we'll get into the names in a second that we're kind of looking for, but in terms of the on field production, um, this is this is a big loss for them because we talked about it all offseason. Then you get into the year that defensive line was kind of a surprise group for Auburn in, in 2023. Um, they weren't spectacular by any means, but Marcus Harris was first team all SEC. He was phenomenal. He thrived Given. under Jeremy Garrett. And there were a bunch of other guys who had better seasons than maybe we expected. It ended up being a respectable group that had some really good games as opposed to, you know, we kind of thought that it might have be been a little bit of a liability. And a lot of that is to uh, to Jeremy Garrett's credit. Yeah, look, given what Jeremy Garrett inherited, it was a room that outperformed its expectations for sure. Um, I mean, some people might say, you know, oh, well, the D-line wasn't necessarily all that great. So that isn't a big loss. But look what he inherited and look what he's trying to build. Um, you know, you look and you see what he got in the 2024 class with a guy like Malik Blockton, a guy like TJ Lindsay, who looks just incredible whenever you see him, a guy like Amaris Williams, who got bumped up to five star status, kind of an edge, maybe a defensive end type guy, depending on where he fits in. Um, Jamonte Waller, he played a big part in that as well. So he was a really good recruiter who was looking to build up the future of that room and had continued to do so through the portal, 
Um, you know, even look at some of those portal guys that he got. Like a guy like Lawrence Johnson was very quietly like a solid player for the defensive line. Like you didn't expect him to be great, and you thought, I don't know what this guy's really going to bring. He was solid. Messiah Nasili Kite before he got hurt was pretty solid for that D line. So he was good. He had the future of that room starting to trend up. Um, and it'll be up to whoever the new guy is uh, to kind of continue that. Yeah, I mean, and even in this class right now, um, Gage Keys is a guy that we think can be pretty good. Trill Carter, probably with Justin Rogers leaving, Trill Carter's probably going to have an opportunity to be um, the starting nose tackle on this team next season. Uh, and then I can go back to somebody like Justin Rogers. Uh, I mean, I know Justin Rogers didn't necessarily pan out um, and, and be the kind of dominant player that maybe Auburn thought he could have been. Um, but we were talking about it this week, Christian, about how coveted he was looking back last year. I mean, Alabama, LSU, Georgia, USC, I believe, were the other ones um, that were that were contending for his services. And so um, all that is to say, as now we talk about, you know, what's next for for this position group and this position coach. Um, it's big shoes to fill. Talking about some of the names. These are at least some that we've heard some buzz about um, recently. The number one name that I think Auburn fans will, will want to talk about and want to address is a guy like Rodney Garner. Now, Rodney Garner has been at Tennessee um, since, obviously, Gus Malzahn left, and they went into the Brian Harson era. Um, you know, he obviously hasn't been a part of Auburn staff since then, but this is a guy that there's really no denying the production that his defensive lines had, um, an absolute dynamite recruiter. And I think anytime you have a position like this open, you always have to consider a Rodney Garner because he's somebody who loves Auburn, um, loved to live here when he was here, loved to coach here. Obviously, he was a standout player. Um, at Auburn as well. Um, a couple other interesting names too, um, maybe to keep an eye on. One that you had been talking about this week um, is a guy named Kyle Pope. Um, he was linebackers coach at one point when uh, when Freeze was at Liberty. You had Josh Aldridge, who is Auburn's linebackers coach now. When Aldridge was on the D line, uh, Kyle Pope was uh, was there coaching linebackers. He's also a former grad assistant at Alabama, um, and he went on to be a really good defensive line coach at Memphis over the past few seasons really really highly regarded there um and then he has lined up the georgia tech a linebackers job at the moment but christian as we saw with wesley mcgriff and nowadays in college football like that is assuming he didn't sign a contract yet which most of the time you don't until like february or march um that doesn't really matter so auburn you know those are a couple guys at least uh, at least to keep an eye on um as we as we begin this who else are you sort of uh keeping your eye open for there's somebody on staff too that i uh, that i neglected to mention that might be uh might be worth keeping an eye on yeah, I mean, those are two of the main ones. Obviously, everyone knows about Rodney Gardner. I don't have to go in-depth on him. Kyle Pope, um, the second most famous Silicaga native behind Jason Caldwell. Um, but no, that's that's one that maybe people might not know quite as much about, but he's kind of he's a younger guy, almost kind of fits a, a Jeremy Garrett style in a sense where he's a younger guy trying to um, – I don't know what I'm looking to say here. This is this is bad podcasting right here, but he's looking to make a name for himself a little bit. Um, and so he's an Alabama native that would potentially have an opportunity to do that. And with the connection to Hugh Freeze, Trey Scott is another name to keep an eye on a little bit, the Georgia defensive line coach. Um, he was a graduate assistant at Ole Miss. I believe he overlapped with Hugh Freeze there. Yep. So they have a little bit of a connection there. Um, look, pulling him from Georgia to fill the same position seems unlikely, but you at least have a connection there. And that's one that we had, I'd even heard just a little bit about him being in the defensive coordinator as a guy that they were keeping an eye on. So his name uh, had been in the mix, even for jobs before freeze got here. So Auburn has always kind of, yeah. So that's feelers out. Look, that's one to at least keep an eye on. And then the last one you mentioned it, Vontrell King Williams, um, the assistant defensive line coach who has been here the past year working under Jeremy Garrett. 
Um, look, he has connections to Hugh Freeze. That's the reason he came over here. He was the Eastern Michigan defensive line coach, and he came to be the assistant defensive line coach at Auburn. Um, and so he worked here the past year. Um, him and Jeremy Garrett were a really good dynamic duo. Um, so the the potential to just elevate him is is definitely out there. Uh, he's he's hit the road recruiting. He's done that before. Um, he's a younger guy. So those are four names that we're keeping an eye on as of right now. Um, within the past hour of the news happening, obviously, I'm sure more names will be vetted. But it feels like those four are the main ones that you really need to keep an eye on. Yeah, in terms of continuity, I mean, Vontrell is a guy like you, you mentioned, a dynamic duo um, that really felt like, you know, guys they have were always together. I, yeah, I was going to say, got, you know, guys have analysts, guys have, you know, uh, people with them for different reasons. But that truly felt like an NFL type role where it's like literally an assistant, kind of like how Ken Austin this year was so clear. It's like that's the assistant quarterback coach. Um, yeah, I mean, in every you know, Auburn puts out these videos of, you know, when they'd flip these defensive linemen and right there with Jeremy Garrett is Vontrell. And so um, in terms of continuity on the staff, in terms of continuity with the current um, roster, that's somebody you definitely have to uh, have to keep an eye on. The well, big look, one, if yeah, I, I was just going to say real quick, look, if he if Vontrell doesn't get the job, I'm sure that's a guy that Hugh Freeze will still want to keep around as that assistant defensive line coach, assuming that Vontrell doesn't get a job elsewhere. You know, yeah. Too, oh, so. for sure. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. For sure. Yeah, that that feels I mean, it feels like just a matter of time when he's going to be able to have a bigger opportunity, because like you mentioned, he was a sitting um, FBS assistant coach when Auburn got him to come be an analyst here. Um, The recruiting aspect of this news is probably the biggest part because you were looking at that 2025 class and saying Auburn is in position to clean up really well along the defensive line. They had already done so in 2024. And even Jeremy Garrett's a guy who came in and helped them land Keldrick Falk, um, you know, Zach Etheridge and, and obviously Freeze, the guys that they you know put in a bunch of effort to flip him. Um, but at the end of the day, Garrett was there. Garrett ended up being his defensive line coach. You mentioned Amaris Williams. That's a guy who's a five star now. Um, LJ McRae from from Florida. You know, Garrett was a big reason why Auburn was in there at the end with a chance to flip him. You know, he, he played a role in Jamonte Waller, who's kind of a fringe five star pass rusher now, um, along with the other defensive linemen they've recruited. But um, talk to me a little bit, Christian, about the importance of you know keeping this 2025 class where it is and bringing in somebody 
that's going to be able to do that because you know Antonio Coleman is a guy that down the road could be a five-star type player. Malik Autry is a guy Auburn visited today from Opelika, one of the best defensive linemen in the country. And you look at other spots in 2025, other places, they're going to have an opportunity to get really good defensive linemen. Um, so it feels like you know, Hugh Freeze said it. Hugh Freeze said it to us this week in Mobile. He said, you know, he repeated the line again. If I don't do well in 24 and 25, I'm probably not going to be here very long. Well, if you kind of zoom in a little bit on 2025, the defensive line is such a crucial spot for Auburn to be able to do really well. Feels like this higher two years down the road is going to it's going to be a pretty big deal for them to make sure they can continue to do that. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we're talking about it right now on February 2nd and Auburn's defensive line class for the 2025 class was like almost done in terms of true defensive linemen. You have four commitments as of right now in Malik Autry, Jordan Crawford, Antonio Coleman, and Coleman Ed- or uh, Kalen Edwards, excuse me. Um, and Kalen Edwards is the only one that's not a top 247 guy, but he's still a four-star um, in the industry-generated 24-7 sports composite. So you had a really good defensive line cap- class. The only actual defensive lineman, like true defensive tackle, defensive end guy, that you were still recruiting really heavily um, to try and join them was Andrew Maddox um, from Oak Grove there in Mississippi. Um, Jeremy Garrett felt like if he could get him as his fifth guy, then you're good. Then you just need to add some edge rushers, guys like Zion Grady, Jared Smith, some of those guys, um, and try and complement the class on the edge. But Jeremy Garrett had already pretty much built out his 2025 class. And just like you mentioned, that's what's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Can Hugh Freeze, can whoever the new defensive line coach, hold on. Does the new defensive line coach want these guys? You know, They're all really talented, but do they fit what he's looking for? whether it's culturally, schematically, whatever it may be. Um, odds are yes, very, very likely yes for all of these guys. Um, but, you know, you just – you never know. Um, and so Malik Autry, he was – like you mentioned, Auburn went to go and see him on Friday. That was another one of the red flags when you saw the picture Malik posted with Hugh Freeze and DJ Durkin, uh, but no Jeremy Garrett. Malik Autry actually went over to campus on Friday. He was there for a visit um, shortly after that um, visit from the coaching staff. He went to just go watch them do winter workouts – um, didn't get a chance to speak with him. I think he might be there tomorrow again on Saturday. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Antonio Coleman, the one that you've already flipped from Alabama. Um, Auburn's going to have to fight to hold on there. Um, obviously, Alabama, Kalen DeBoer kept Freddie Roach. Um, and so now I'm sure he's getting some phone calls um, up from Tuscaloosa trying to get him back. Um, Jordan Crawford is one that really, really, really likes Auburn just for Auburn. So it'll be interesting to see um, if he ends up changing anything there. I, I think if you have any sort of advantage, if you're Auburn in this situation, it's the fact that Hugh Freeze has been very, very active recruiting. Um, all of these guys know Hugh Freeze pretty well at this point, which a lot of recruits probably can't say about a head coach, especially at this stage in the 2025 class. So um, I'm sure Hugh Freeze will be on the phone with these guys um, tonight or tomorrow trying to reach out to them and talk with them a little bit. Same with DJ Dirk. And now that he's on the job, he's been on the job for the past couple of days. So we'll see what happens. Um, it's, it's a tough blow for your 2025 class. You have eight commitments and four of them are true defensive linemen. Um, so now you have to fight to hold on to those guys. Yeah. Big task. And, you know, uh, Hugh Freeze talked about this week, some of the reasons for uh, for hiring DJ Durkin as his new defensive coordinator. Surely Hugh Freeze knew that this was a possibility. Um, and recruiting was one of those reasons. And so you mentioned it, Freeze, Durkin, you know, guys like like Aldridge there who has a hand in those, uh, you know, linebacker type edge guys, you know, who who are on the defensive front. All those guys are going to be in overdrive a little bit now 
as they look for their new defensive line coach. Um, we, we mentioned Vontrell earlier. You know, Auburn's bringing in a bunch of visitors this weekend. Yeah, that's the that's the other thing I should have mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, you've got him. I, I mean, assuming that he'll kind of fall into that slot now. Um, if you're Auburn, you're glad that he was doing so much recruiting work previously, um, because now he you know he's got a relationship with those guys and uh that'll be the guy this weekend that uh that will be able to host those guys and will be working recruiting those guys because like we mentioned like christian mentioned um you know autry jeremy garrett didn't go visit autry we actually saw jeremy this week in mobile um going down to the senior bowl um but as we understand it he you know he sort of delivered the message on friday um that he's moving on now to the nfl and so um another assistant job comes open of course we'll have it all covered for you guys at auburn undercover um, as Hugh Freeze looks to replace, this will now be when they hire this coach. Um, that'll be five new assistants on this staff. So basically, half the staff turns over going into year two. Will it be the last one too? I don't know. We'll see. It really is this time of year. Um, I remember Burt Watts a couple years ago. That's a name day, I've not heard in a long time. It was the day of the Super Bowl. I don't know if you remember that. It was like the afternoon of the Super Bowl. The Broncos hired him. Um, and look, the NFL thing, like, it's always attractive for coaches to go to the NFL. But um, this is something you saw this week, people talking a lot about. And I'm not saying this is like Jeremy Garrett was already an NFL guy who had been really successful. I mean, coach Miles Garrett, he had coached Ed Oliver. Um, I think Olivier Vernon as well. He had coached in the NFL. And so um, you know, he was a guy who was really highly respected with the Browns. He always felt like maybe, you know, he had an opportunity to get back there. Um, but I just think along with everybody else in college football, that maybe, you know, the, the Jeff Halfley stuff really felt like maybe a sign of things to come. Um, and until they fix things, look, the SEC and the Big Ten said today, hey, we're putting our heads together and we're going to try to fix some stuff. Um, if you freeze and any other high level coach have a say in any of what it needs to be fixed, um, it will be this recruiting calendar. It will be, you know, roster management, NIL, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we talked freeze this week. You know, he brings in somebody like Will Redmond as his new player personnel GM over from LSU. You just you need people like that now. Um, I'm getting off on a bit of a tangent here, but it just, you know, there's there's lots of levels to this stuff, I think, than people just looking at, you know, kind of scrolling through Twitter and, you know, people just kind of being ridiculous about like, oh, you know, Auburn's got a bunch of problems because coaches are uh, coaches are leaving. A, you definitely want guys to go to the NFL because that obviously shows they were a pretty good coach. Um, and B, you're kind of seeing this effect happen everywhere where, uh, like you mentioned, it's kind of hazard pay right now in college football. So, uh, so maybe we'll start to see that get fixed here in the near future but um christian if you don't have anything else i think we may uh we may shut it down there just want to record a reaction episode for you guys here um on this friday to listen to going into the weekend um hopefully this is something that gets done i would imagine as opposed to the coordinator search like this is something that you probably want to hit pretty quickly um, i don't think so it'll we'll, take long yeah we'll see how this progresses within the next day um excuse me the next few days going into the weekend going into the next week for them um, looking for a new defensive line coach. So for Christian Clemente, I'm Nathan King. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We'll talk to you all later. Um, everybody enjoyed the episode. We'll talk to you all soon. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.